You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast, episode 177. This episode is sponsored by our new friends at Health IQ. If you never heard of them, where have you been? Just kidding. Now, Health IQ is a new kind of life insurance company. Their advantage is their unique mortality model and the health conscious, and they have lower rates for health conscious people, like a good driver saving on auto insurance and unique underwriting, replacing BMI with waist to hip ratio, cholesterol calculation, etc. Health IQ can save customers up to 33% because physically active people have a 56% lower risk of heart disease, 20% lower risk of cancer, and a 58% lower risk of diabetes compared to people who are inactive. 56% of Health IQ customers save between 4 and 33% on their life insurance. How do they do it, you must be wondering? Well, they use science and data to secure lower rates on life insurance for health-conscious people including runners, cyclists, strength trainers, vegans, yogis, crossfitters, and more. To see if you qualify, get your free quote today at healthiq.com forward slash healthy or mention the promo code healthy when you talk to a Health IQ agent. Are you a first-time listener? Hey, welcome. My team and I hope you enjoy this episode. If you are a longtime listener, we thank you for your continued support. Do us a favor and share this podcast with all your friends because they deserve this amazing content as well. Okay, now on to the good stuff you all have been waiting for. Health tips, wellness advice, no hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue, the show that inspires, motivates, and educates you towards your healthiest life. And now your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. I'm your host, and today we have a cool physician with us today. His name is Stephen Masley. We'll be talking about how to improve mental sharpness and function for performance and productivity. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Stephen. Stephen, are you ready to make it happen? I am. I'm really happy to have this chance to talk with you and your followers today. Excellent. Stephen Masley, MD, is a physician, nutritionist, trained chef, author, and the creator of the number one all-time health program for public television, 30 Days to a Younger Heart. He helps motivated people tune up their brain, heart, and sexual performance. Dr. Masley is a fellow with three prestigious organizations, the American Heart Association, the American College of Nutrition, and the American Academy of Family Physicians, and is a clinical associate professor at the University of South Florida. His research focuses on the impact of lifestyle choices on heart health, brain function, and aging. Dr. Masley, this is just a little bit about who you are. Can you share with our audience a little bit more on how you got started? Well, I had an unusual um, upbringing, you know, first, my dad was a physician, a surgeon, and he was gone all the time. To see my dad as a kid, I basically would ride my bicycle to the hospital. I, he would usually either in surgery or in the intensive care unit. So I would like get in scrubs. They were way too big for me. And I would go in and usually I'd have to stand up on a stool or something and he would want me to do a stitch or something to be helpful. And then I could talk to him and ask my questions. And I had this perception as a child 
that people went to the hospital. You know, they thought my dad was saving their life. I thought they were being tortured because, I mean, we put them to sleep, we chopped them, and then they took them up to the floor and they were in pain. And I thought, oh my gosh, I wish we could keep people out of the hospital. That was my goal. So I grew up wanting to be a doctor that kept people away from the hospital, away from surgeons. Although, I mean, if we're in a car wreck, obviously we might need one. Um, but that, I mean, so I've had a very different perspective growing up and going into medicine than most of my colleagues who usually kind of worshiped what happened in hospitals and care and trying to bring people back from the dead. I'd rather just keep them super healthy and feeling awesome and fantastic all the time. Excellent. Very good. And just real quick, so our audience can learn a little bit more about who you are. What's one cool or unique fact about yourself? My audience loves to hear this answer. Well, I, I, I got interested in cooking in college and I went back and did a chef internship while I was working as a physician. So I spent a year cooking in restaurants um, because I wanted to make food taste fantastic, be easy to prepare and nourish your heart, brain and soul. And I figured, okay, the best way to do this is so I did a chef internship at the Four Seasons. Nice. And it was really super hard work, but it's really helped me by recipe writing dramatically. So I always put recipes in my book, like the Better Brain Solution, so that you can have food that tastes fantastic and is really good for you at the same time. They don't have to be competing interests. Awesome. So, I mean, that's, I think, um, it was that special. And I still like cooking. I mean, it's really fun for me. All right. They probably want to know, what is the last dish you just created? Pardon? What's the last dish you created? Last dish, I, I made a stir fry last night. It had um, some sweet onion. We, I took chicken thighs. I sauteed them with avocado oil. And then mm. at the end of that, I added um, mushrooms, bell pepper, and garlic. And I um, sprinkled on a bunch of Italian parsley. And um, it was actually, and it was really good. This kind of Italian flavored of garlic, Italian herbs, basil, a little um, fresh rosemary. And it was super nice for a stir fry. And it only took me about 10, 15 minutes to make. Excellent, excellent. Um, I, I'm pretty sure someone will go out and replicate replicate that or <laughs> try to make that tonight or something. So that's awesome. All right, Dr. Stephen Masley, what or how can you help us understand how to improve mental sharpness and function? What can you talk to our audience um, and tell them about that? What can you say? Well, from our clinic, we've looked at what helps predict your brain speed. So we measure brain speed. We do a multifaceted test of looking at memory, attention, how quick your brain is, literally brain processing speed, like measuring the speed of your computer. And what we've, and we've looked at that with over a hundred other measurements, like the foods you eat, the nutrients you get, the activity, your fitness, your stress management. And we've identified, and we've published this in medical journals, what choices do you make that either worsen your brain or improve your brain performance? So we've designed a five-step plan that will actually increase your brain processing speed by 25 to 30%. We've even done randomized trials where we've randomized people to a control group or an intervention, and they had dramatic improvements in brain performance. So, you know, so five-step plan that includes food, nutrients, activity, 
stress management, and toxin avoidant. And when we put those together, wow, you get amazing results that literally you feel better and you improve your brain performance. Very good. I'm wondering if you have a very simple first step action for someone who um, may have that brain fog that you refer to or some type of um, sluggishness maybe. And what, what would be one of the first steps someone could take? I always like to start with food. I mean, I think food's essential to our well-being. So I would say there's like two main food groups that are really good for your brain. One are pigments, things like green leafy vegetables. I mean, green leafies may not sound that sexy, but the average person who eats one cup of green leafies a day, their brain is 11 years younger than someone who doesn't eat them. But all the colorful vegetables work. So whether it's beets, or um, green leafies, um, carrots, anything colorful is actually really powerful in helping your brain performance. But other pigments are like dark chocolate or cocoa or green tea. Um, all these pigments are really good for us. Berries and cherries, those blue, purple, red pigments are super good for your brain. So we definitely want more plant pigments, colors in our food and it protects your brain and improves performance. But the other second group are smart fats. They've actually looked at putting people on a low fat diet and they saw that their brain speed decreased and they had increased risk for memory loss. And they compared that to giving them more olive oil or more nuts and people's cognitive performance improved. They got better and they had less cognitive decline. So I think we've shown conclusively that smart fats are good for your brain. Things like extra virgin olive oil, nuts, um, seafood like wild salmon, that dark chocolate, avocado, avocado oil. Then when we add smart fats and plant pigments together, it's really super, super helpful for your brain. And I, I mentioned herbs and spices are really powerful too because they lower inflammation. So it, um, my favorite herbs and spices would be either um, something like Italian herbs, mm. that, that combo, um, herbs de Provence, French herbs, or curry spices are really super good for your brain too. So those are, those are like easy food things. If you eat those more often, you actually improve and protect your brain. Excellent. Very good. And then, you know, there's the actual eating and then there's the actual physical exercise. And then, and you talk about that as well. What, what are the benefits from the physical exercise side? Well, we actually noticed that it's not how many minutes you spend per week, but at least from our study, we showed that if you either get fitter, aerobically fitter, as in you huff and puff and sweat and you get better, or that you add strength training where you lift weights and you build muscle mass, both of those independently increases brain speed. And actually they've even been randomized trials and showed that even 80 year olds um, if they lift weights and they add more aerobic, their brain literally gets bigger. They enlarge the memory center of the brain, the hippocampus. Hmm. So when we add both aerobic activity or strength training, uh, really, that's actually our data and from our published data that we just, um, out this month in the Journal of the American College of Nutrition, we have an article showing that activity is probably one of the most powerful things in giving you a better brain. So we definitely want to be more active we really want to be fitter, but it doesn't matter on the minutes, you know, so it's not like you have to worry about working out an hour every day. Um, you're actually better off doing some sh sh short, um, fast bursts 
than worrying about how many minutes and how long you last. Very good, excellent. I was just about to ask you about the duration because a lot of people are confused about that. You know, the American College of Sports Medicine is saying so many minutes. Um, what exactly would be the appropriate amount of time? Well, I mean, most people probably, I mean, for an aerobic session, we're usually talking around 20 minutes, but there was actually a really nice study showing that, you know, if you're trying to just improve blood sugar and help your brain, if you were to do 15 to 20 minutes, three times a week, and it's intense, I mean, you're like, you know, busting your, your buns to get going, that's as powerful as doing 30 to 45 minutes, five days a week. Mm. I'm at a moderate pace. So adding some more intensity allows you to get better results in less time. And I really like, I mean, I'm a busy person. I bet you are too. I like the idea that if we add some intensity to it, we can get the same benefit as if we, you know, in in half the time. Very good. Excellent. Excellent. You know, uh, along the same lines of physical exercise, you cite meditation as something we should be doing to reduce stress as a part a key part of the program. Now, many of us well, have trouble you're meditating. You're making a good point because you could you could work out and eat well and still hurt your brain. We know that when I and I like people to have stress because it gives us purpose and challenge. <laughs> like for you to do your show, which is an awesome show, you know, there's some stress to that, but it makes you feel good when you do a great show and you you know you get a good response. What we don't want is unmanaged stress. That we're stressed all the time. We feel frazzled. And we don't proactively try to manage it. So my top, and here's what happens when you're, if you have high cortisol levels from unmanaged stress, cortisol, you lose bone mass, you lose muscle mass, it raises blood sugar, but even worse, it shrinks your brain. So we don't want to shrink our brain from unmanaged stress. We want to have our brain grow and be better and faster and more productive. So I like to make sure people get a workout to burn off some tension. They get good quality sleep each night so they feel rested and rejuvenated. And proactively, like 10 minutes of something like meditation or using a heart math software program, something we're at peace and calm for 10 minutes a day is really powerful. And it doesn't take that long. Just 10 minutes of good quality meditation um, will really help improve hormone profiles and, and really help protect our brain. Now a quick break in word from our sponsor. How would you like to be rewarded for your healthy lifestyle and save money on your life insurance? Well, it's possible with Health IQ. Health IQ is a new kind of life insurance company. They use science and data like their cycling quiz to secure lower rates versus the traditional BMI measurement. 56% of Health IQ customers save between 4 and 33% on their life insurance. To see if you qualify for their exclusive rates, take their Health IQ quiz or their other lifestyle quizzes at www.healthiq.com forward slash healthy or mention the promo code healthy when you talk to a Health IQ agent. You can thank me later. Now back to the episode. You know, um, we live in a society that is so go, go, go. And to have someone just say, oh, go do meditation can be kind of uh, daunting, you know, the whole idea of it. So, so what would be a good tip for them, for them to get started? Well, there's, so in my office, we oftentimes, like I had a guy in my office this morning, to be honest, and we, I tried to get him to meditate for two minutes and he gets agitated trying. So it's 
there's a feedback tool out there. It's called Heart Math. And you can like put a connection on your ear and it looks at your heart rate. And your heart rate should go up and down smooth, you know, it should change. There should be this nice variability. If your heart rate's just flat, you're all stressed out. So it's a measure of are you calm or kind of agitated? So, and it gives you color codes, which I really like. So it can be green, you're super calm, B, blue, somewhat calm, or red, you know, crazed, agitated. So it gives you feedback and you can learn just in a two minute period, that's not hard to do. How can I get calm for two minutes? And once you get good at it, it's pretty easy to extend that for um, 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. I think the challenge is when someone tries to get to meditate and they don't know how, and they just feel more frustrated, mm. there's, you know, 10 minutes would be an eternity in that setting. Yeah. Whereas if you have a feedback tool to make sure you're doing it well, I think that mm. makes it a lot easier to do. And uh, so it's simpler and you get much better results from it. Yeah, yeah. Where do we, where does one get one of that uh, earpiece thing you just described? Um, HeartMath, you can, it's a free app. You do have to pay for the connection. So you can get it on amazon.com. You can go to HeartMath, you can go to drmassley.com and get a link to go to it um, from my website. So it's readily available and it's a really cool tool for people who have trouble figuring out how to meditate. Very good, excellent, excellent. Um, so you have this um, book, it's called Better Brain Solution, correct? Yes. And can you share with our audience a little bit more on what it's all about? I know you talked a little bit about um, certain things, but um, can you go specifically into the book? Yeah, I'm going to actually reach and grab it. I should have had it close, but I didn't. So Better Brain Solution. I love this color cover <laughs> and the colors on it. So this is, a we looked at what is the really primary factor. Right now in America, we're, ex we're experiencing soaring rates of memory loss and brain fog and confusion and decreased productivity. And we're expecting the rate of Alzheimer's disease to double in just the next 12 years that this is getting worse and worse and worse. And the primary cause for that is elevated blood sugar levels, something that's easy to fix. So I explore what's the number one cause, um, insulin resistance, prediabetes basically. What five steps can you take to really transform your health and make a huge difference in being sharper, quicker, more productive, less forgetful, and preventing memory loss and heart disease. I mean, we can prevent them, I believe, 90% of the time. So that's, and then I provide recipes and activities. As I said, I like to cook. So some of my favorite recipes that are easy to make are in the Better Brain Solution. So really it's about how do we make it easy for people to add the right foods, get the right nutrients, uh, manage their stress, um, some toxins they should avoid. What's quick and simple about that so that you literally, your brain is sharper, quicker. I mean, after all, if you have a brain, who wouldn't want a better, quicker brain? So yeah. that's really the um, emphasis behind the whole book. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned insulin resistance, and I wanted to uh, ask if you could dive into that just a little bit more in the connection with the brain health. What, what's, this, uh, what's the connection there? Well, so insulin's the, that's an excellent question, Eric. I mean, insulin's the hormone that helps us store energy. Like when we eat bread or cereal or rice, you know, the sugar comes into our gut, goes up, and insulin goes up to push that 
energy into the store, into the cell to be stored. Like in your muscle cells, you build glycogen chains. So you have energy for your next workout. But the brain is special. And if your energy goes up, eventually you can fill the cell and there's no more place else to store it. So when you reach that point of, okay, I've eaten too many refined carbs and I didn't exercise enough like most Americans do every day, then you become insulin resistant. You stop listening to insulin storage message. But when you, here's the irony, as you're growing fat and you're storing more energy, your brain cells shut down. I mean, if I was to look at your brain after you eat healthy food and you had normal blood sugar insulin levels, your brain would light up like a Christmas tree. It would be bright with all those brain cells using glucose as energy to burn it. But if you look at someone's brain with insulin resistance, it's like the dark of night. Nothing's happening. So insulin resistance means you've got sugar, but you, your brain cells can't use it. So you have brain fog. You feel confused. You may be forgetful. You may forget friends' names. And if, if that persists, then your brain starts to brain cells die, and then eventually your brain cells start to shrink. That's what leads to memory loss. So insulin resistance shut, makes you unable to use your brain cells to process information. It's um, purely related to lifestyle. It's something we can reverse quickly and really dramatically change. And it's, it's the most expensive disease in America today. It's the scariest disease in America today. And my goal is to help people transform and change this and stop it and get back to having a quick and productive brain. Right. Um, whenever I hear the words insulin resistance, I've, I've uh, associated with people who have already onset diabetes. And, and so in that scenario, though, with with that population, what can you tell those people? Well, but here's the thing. So 10% of the population has diabetes right now, nine and a half percent. I'm rounding it to 10. Um, that's a big number, but dramatic more. Insulin resistance is 50% of all baby boomers. It's 30% of all adults. So it's like four to five times more common, and it does the same damage to the brain. So most people think, I'm not diabetic, I'm fine, right? Okay, I'm, I'm okay. They don't realize that the early, very early subtle signs of pre-diabetes before they even get, a decade before they get diabetes, it's shrinking and killing off their brain. Hmm. So really, and you're, and you're not functioning, you've got brain fog, you're forgetful, you, you know, you walk into a room and you don't know why you're there. I mean, that's just so common today. So my goal is to help people restore normal, awesome brain function and prevent diabetes and prevent memory loss. Um, we shouldn't have them. Um, nobody should really progress to that. Mm. Um, but way too many people are. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. Now, um, there's other things like toxins you had mentioned. And, uh, and which ones are the worst? on the brain health so some of i mean there are toxins that are pretty easy to avoid things like mercury like from tuna and grouper and snapper swordfish big mouth fish can be high in mercury so if you're eating those every week or more you should have your doctor check your mercury level because mercury is harmful to brain cells so um, a third of my patients have elevated mercury. So I'm just trying to, if they're elevated, um, cut out the tuna, the ahi tuna in particular. Um, a second one, really common, are nitrosamines. Um, 
nitrosamines, those are the nitrates they sprinkle on deli meats, sandwich meats, hot dogs, bacon. You know, a lot of people now are like more paleo oriented and they're eating, they're trying to eat more animal protein, cut out the starches, which wasn't a bad, I, that's actually a pretty good idea. The problem is if they're eating processed meats or they're eating hot dogs or they're eating bacon and they put nitrosamines on it, that's awful because nitrosamines, one, cause cancer. We've known about that for years. Two, they increase blood sugar levels and cause insulin resistance. That's clearly not good. But now the latest research shows that nitrosamines are neurotoxic. They can kill brain cells. Mm. We can give lab, if we feed lab animals nitrosamines, it gives them Alzheimer's disease. Mm. So we've got to stop this practice of people eating animal protein, processed animal to be nitrosamines on there. So that's, you know, mercury and nitrosamines, I would say those are the, um, you know, two really common food toxins out there today. Mm. A couple others would be like BPA that comes on, you know, lining of cans. So if you eat canned food, it should be BPA free without this biphenyl compound. And then phthalates that we get from plastics, you know, so do not cook out of plastic containers. Don't put plastic containers in the microwave and avoid them because, you know, all these things are literally, they worsen blood sugar levels and they increase our risk for memory loss. So those are really common toxins that are pretty easy to avoid if you know what to do. Yeah, very And I good. try to give all that information with the Better Brain Solution. Awesome, very good. Um, and then just real quickly, getting close to the end of the show, 30 minutes goes pretty fast. Um, there's a question I wanna know, uh, maybe an audience wants to know too, is how has the Better Brain Solution helped you? Well, I just get, I'm so much more productive. I run a clinic, I'm a husband, I'm a dad. I write blogs, I'm, you know, writing books. I couldn't get all that done unless I followed the program myself. So I walk the talk, you know, I try to do what I recommend and it allows me to accomplish much more than I ever thought was possible. So for me, it's been really super important that I follow this so I can get everything done myself. Very good, excellent. I know that uh, a lot of people might be curious to know how they can get their hands on the book um and um how to maybe ask you more questions what's your contact length and information please well the book's available wherever books are sold amazon barnes and noble books a million wherever you go you can find it um and um, they can certainly get more information on my website drmasley.com d-r-m-a-s-l-e-y.com um, and I've got tons of extra information for people if they want to visit the website. Right. And let's not forget, you have a quiz or something like that. And um, I do. A, a so we've created a there. quiz. So, I mean, people should know, how are you doing? So a simple 10 questions that only takes about one minute. So easy to answer questions. We, you immediately get a result. And as a bonus for taking the Better Brain quiz, we give you my Better Brain shopping list. What are the 12 foods you need to buy every time you go to the store? And what are the 12 foods you need to avoid so they don't injure your brain? Hmm. So a shopping, a better brain shopping guide and a better brain quiz, um, that's free. You can, you know, so you've got the link for it. Right. And they can certainly, you're, you know, followers can are certainly welcome to take the quiz, get the better brain shopping guide, figure out what steps they could take immediately to improve the brain function and see how they're doing. I encourage everybody to take that quiz. Yeah, very good. We'll make sure that we get those uh, contact links and the uh, quiz link in the show notes for everyone. 
Uh, would there be any last piece of advice you have for our listeners, Dr. Masley? Well, a lot of people procrastinate. I mean, that's kind of a national tendency. We wait till something's wrong to fix it, right? But the problem with your brain is by the time you're already having symptoms, your brain's already shrunk. You know, it's you don't want to wait till you're noticing you're forgetful. You walk into rooms, you don't know why you're there. You're forgetting people's names. You have to reread a book, passages, because you forgot a paragraph. Don't wait until your brain has shrunk and your brain cells are dying. Start today. Who doesn't want a better brain? I mean, I, I like everybody to be able to move forward, be sharper, quicker, more productive, feel better at the same time. Um, you know, Better Brain Solution, that's really the program where I think every, if you've got a brain, you need this program. Very good. Well said. I know my audience is going to get a lot of value out of this content. Um, we'll make sure that we get all the contact links in the show notes, like I said. Um, I really appreciate it, Dr. Masley. I'm, I'm glad you reached out and I'm glad we were able to do this. Eric, this really thing, uh, excellent questions. Um, really enjoyed speaking with you today. Very good. I'll let you go and um, we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much. All right. Okay, we're off. Very good. You're, I mean, time flies. You're right about that. <laughs> Hardly yes. seems like 30 minutes, yes. but it was. Yeah. Um, I will, like I said, I will get that um, edited, posted. Um, the audio will come out soon uh, with your approval, though. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show and Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you. So stay active and be safe.